Yellow, and welcome to another episode of Everything We Learned from The Simpsons. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Mark, and I'm furious or tenacious D, I'm not entirely sure. Hi everybody, I'm Tom. Hi Mr Tom. Hello. How um, are you after a very um, long time apart? In the in the words of uh, Stained, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, it's probably probably a similar a similar era to the episode that we'll be talking about today. But yeah, not much has changed, has it? We just got um, kind of a, a weird a dictatorship in the UK, and we've got a king. Yeah, yeah. Sausage fingers. You got sausage fingers, any? <laughs> Yeah, old uh, yeah, old sausage fingers. <laughs> he's, he's not well, unless he's behind the scenes. He's he's not responsible for the dictatorship that we know of. <sighs> no, it's I just it's, it's like it's it's been a month, but it's just the same old shit in it. Like it's been over a month, in fact. Yeah, it's the same old shit. It's a new prime minister, same fucking bollocks. It's just uh, fuck, it's just it's just relentless. It's just it, like why is everything so shit? All the time, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and that which which brings us to possibly our the the worst episode we could, we yeah. could have picked. We're, I want to uh, say we're back back with a bang, but uh, <laughs> we're not. It's like a whimper. Um, the um, so the episode we are doing is called Saddle Saw Galactica, and it is. Uh, episode 11 of this podcast it's episode 13 of season 11 and we picked 13 at random didn't we we did yeah uh, there's, that, there's actually some half decent episodes in that series is there? um but we didn't pick one <laughs> um is this, is this the series where maud where maud dies oh well, she, she makes a brief appearance in this episode, doesn't she? But I think yeah. it's, uh, yeah, probably around 11 or 12, I think. I don't Maud, know. eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, ah, so this first aired in the United States, mm-hmm. pro- probably probably by this time, at similar time in Europe as well, probably caught up, uh, February the 6th, 2000. Okay. Oh, so had you you'd have turned your computer back on by then? I will have done, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't didn't get a, we didn't get a computer at home until about September two thousand. So York, Yorkshire problems. Yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to convince my dad to get a a nice little Hewlett no Packard. I think we had Packard Bell. Packard Bell. The, uh, Leeds United connection. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a thousand pounds for a desktop computer. And that's Jesus. well, today's rate of inflation. Who, who knows what that is? Like, <laughs> Twenty a n- grand. <laughs> a number. A number that machines can't fathom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it what was it computers that only the uh, what does Professor Frink say about computers that only the. The, the richest the, the kings of Europe, of Europe will own them or something. Yeah. Sorry, that's what it was like in like. They were not going to be the largest as well. They're going to be yeah. the size, yeah. size of a room or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, shall we get started going through everything we learned from this piece of yeah. shit episode? Think, it's a really bad best, episode. 
Yeah, I think the best thing was the I, I enjoyed the chalkboard gag. I thought you might, funnily yeah. enough. Yeah. And the substitute teachers are not scabs. Okay. So this is really timely, isn't it, in the UK today? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, not not specifically today, but but kind of Just now. Generally, yeah. yeah in, in, in general, yeah. We've, I've still not joined the union, by the way. But uh, uh, that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, but I need to join, especially with what's going on at the moment. Yeah, I got um, I've got forms to fill out, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be cuts on the way, but yeah. Mm. Our substitute teacher scabs. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, your opinion? If if there's a strike um, and they're teaching, then yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, uh, purple monkey dishwasher. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and think... the finger thing means the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did we do that episode? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why indeed? <laughs> um, yeah, substitute. Teacher. I think it's such a thankless job um, because you just have. Well, from my, what I remember being at school, is you just take the piss, yeah. and you think, well, they they don't know you, they don't have any uh, authority, uh, but they're probably on a nice little uh, hourly rate yeah. <laughs> for their trouble. I, I had a substitute teacher teach me how to write a check. He says you'll use this for the rest of your life, uh, and he was he was very wrong. Uh, he was very wrong. Yeah, just. Yeah, I can't remember last time I wrote a check. No, uh, DVLA probably back in the late two thousands, I think. So we handed before uh, a couple of days before payday. <laughs> yeah, with your uh, check guarantee card with Shakespeare on hundred yeah. quid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, who is this for? Uh, uh, the uh, the couch gag, by the way. Uh, they're all dressed as um, uh, they're all in karate. Outfits, karate, karate, karate. Hi, karate. Five years to get a black belt uh, in karate at tw- two lessons a week, average, um, or four to six years for judo. And you could be like star of superstars Brian Jacks. You could be racing Kevin Keegan on a race bike on BBC One in the seventies. <laughs> reference for absolutely yeah, yeah. nobody that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of bit that's a bit far. <laughs> to, to Too even, far. Even older than me, that one. <laughs> uh, we open and and the there's a there's a band competition, isn't there? And they're playing Stars and Stripes Forever. Yes, by uh, by Sousa. Sousa. The uh, yeah. I, I I looked him up. It's not Paolo Sousa. Yeah, exactly. I thought. <laughs> John John Philip Sousa, like Paulo Sousa, uh, Portuguese connection there. Yeah, he was yeah. uh, kind of American Portuguese, Portuguese American, whatever way around. Portuguese. He was born in eighteen fifty four. He served in the U.S. Marine Corps, but then he came back. Bear in mind, he was born in eighteen fifty four. He served for the U.S. Navy in World War One. It's wow! 62. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So that Stars and Stripes Forever, which was written uh, in eighteen ninety six, mm-hmm. um, known to us in the UK as "Here We Go." Here we go. <laughs> here we are. Um, uh, Niall Quinn's disco pants. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Just. It was a Sunderland channel, and I always remember it probably because some of my friends at school was a Sunderland fan, 
Let's say to that uh, Niall Quinn's disco pants are the best. They go from his ass to his chest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, we've had some pretty shocking chants at the city ground, but that one's yeah, that one's up there. I'm sure it. I'm sure it was like a might have even been released as a single or something. I think it was big news. Um, You'd have have got a copy in time, and we're only. The other, the other version was uh, Wackaday. You watch Wackaday with Timmy Mallet. I did. You watch Wackaday with Timmy Mallet. Yeah, that was your reference. (laughs) And it's like Wackaday, Wackaday, Wackaday. Of course. I just didn't put two and two together. To be honest, I think I'd blocked Timmy Mallet out of my head. Otherwise, you get a bonk on the head like this, or a bonk on the head like this. He recently cycled around the coast of Britain. And I was on holiday when he came to Lytham, so I missed him. All Otherwise, right. I, would have, I would have cycled with him for a bit. He, he, he would have appreciated that because I think all all else he would have got was probably abuse, I assume. He seems to... He's, he's also he's, he's quite an accomplished artist. He's quite, he's quite good. He did his own drawings for Wackaday, didn't he? Uh, like the, the mallets, whatever they were called, mallets, mallet. He did his own drawings for that. I remember that. That's very irrelevant. Um, by 1987, an act of US Congress made uh, Stars and Stripes Forever the official national march of the United States of America. God, I don't know if uh, the UK has such a thing. Uh, no idea. What I do know is that the other two Church. options... Of a uh, of of a song, um, Millhouse wants Camp Town races. Yeah, not not Bladen races. <laughs> Again, one for just Geordies <laughs> and nobody else. Is that the, when that when the uh, the Jarrah lads come into <laughs> into the club? <laughs> um, Camp Town races published in eighteen fifty by F. D. Benteen. Uh, it's a minstrel song. My favourite use of it is in Blazing Saddles, which is probably a film you haven't seen, uh, where Slim Pickens sings it. Uh, and he's like, you know, the Camp Town Ladies. No? No. Okay. I know it is um, Two World Wars, One World Cup. I, I, you've taken the words right out of my mouth, as Meatloaf sang. Uh, yeah, a massive fuck off to that, by the way. And um, also um, the, the song about um, when... Uh, Marge is becoming a a real a real tour real estate. Oh right, they they back your bank. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I'd completely forgotten about that as well. Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, the did you did you catch the uh, what Nelson wants to sing? Uh, yeah, little brown jug. <laughs> little brown jug, <laughs> which was. Um, that was written in 1869, so it was after the U.S. Civil War. So mm-hmm. his comment about the Civil War being over was uh, was was apt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was covered by Glenn Miller in 1939, and John Serry. That's Serry, not Terry, not the Chelsea defender oh. who gets kitted up to celebrate games he's never played in. Uh, John Serry was an accordionist, no less. An accomplished accordionist. But couldn't we? Can we play something with a bit of ring-a-ding-ding? <laughs> right! <laughs> well, why did this kid look like Sinatra? Yeah, well, that, that's 
I thought it was that Sinatra, and then I googled ring a ding ding, yeah. and that is a, a Frank Sinatra thing. So mm-hmm. the blonde broad's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, is Lisa blonde? Because I know obviously the kids like they don't have coloured hair, but I never thought of them as blonde kids. No, because I I'd thought if they were blonde, they'd have like lighter, they'd have yellow skin and like lighter like. But right, light blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. That 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 is weird. But this this kid is this kid is it's just it it's one of those things where it's it's just a bit jarring and it doesn't really fit. Yeah. In. Yeah. They're just shoehorned it in yeah. to this episode. Which it's a bit Family Guy. Is uh, yeah, kind of where this episode is where this episode starts to unravel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also noticed that the very start of the episode is the very long opening title sequence as well. So, as if they didn't have enough stuff to pad it out with. Yeah. Start with they've, which, they've had to just. Which is a worry because there's a lot of padding in this episode. There is. There's yeah. a lot, a lot of padding. In, in fact, it gets to a point in this episode where I've just not got any notes. Yeah, get, like the last kind of maybe eight minutes, <laughs> I've just gone. Come yeah, on. something happens. Something <laughs> happens. Uh, anyway, and that's never happened uh, on this podcast before at all. This is very much like um, um, probably because this podcast um, going up to season twelve, uh, we had a massive gap after doing ten. We could have carried on and just done two and called it a break, but. Yeah. Never mind, but yeah, <laughs> anything after season two, it, the, all the episodes shouldn't be a bit like this. Yeah, like just yeah, yeah. They've got funny bits, and this has got some great bits at the beginning. I think I think the first yeah. kind of ten minutes, th- there's an episode here almost, but then they just they throw it all in at the kind of the at the start. And there's um, oh, I've forgotten his name, teacher, band Mr. Man. Largo. Do you know? Did they even know his name? But yeah, he says, he's it, he says "Who cares? The island does sound in the same anyway, <laughs> um, or something like that." Mm-hmm. Which is probably like the later Simpsons episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, and they end up at the state fair, not the county fair. No, <laughs> state. Uh, where Homer is trying to save fifty cents, which I think is about. Two pounds in today's money. <laughs> good. Very good. No, Shivan, uh, have, have I got? I think I said it before. Shivan, have I got news? Oh, you, should be, that. you should be writing for Private Eye with clunkers yeah. like that. Uh. Um, so he's he's talking about the battles at La Choy, which is a, a brand name of well, an American brand of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chun King, which was a previous rival of La Choy. All right, uh, I thought yeah. it was the lassie with, that did the spinning bird kick. In oh, Lee. <laughs> and uh, Margaret Cho, the comedian. So, yeah. The I, same I, things that sounded vaguely uh, uh, East Asian. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I didn't know anything about Margaret Cho, um, but reading up on her, she absolutely ripped off Gimme, Gimme, Gimme for her film really? Bam Bam and Celeste. Yeah. Uh, it, it is, it's the plot of Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. But it's a film written by her called Bam Bam and Celeste. So uh, I would assume Kathy Burke at some point will go nil by mouth on her for that. Yeah. Uh, 
national treasure, Kathy Burke. She should be in, in a lot I more. I do like I do like Kathy Burke. Uh, not, not sure about the bloke who was in Gimme, Gimme, Gimme with her, though. I think he's a... Uh, mm. The thin blue line. Yeah, I think I think it's him. I think uh, he, he was very much in the, the um, Graham Linehan... Um, Is he? Way of thinking, Oh, yeah. another turf. Him. All right, okay. Don't quote me on that. Pick, pick us up on that, ladies. <laughs> pick us if up on listening. that, that gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're listening, come at us. But yeah, it is the saddest Homer talking about the saddest chapter in American history. Uh, yeah. I presume is attributed to Vietnam. I googled the term, and some it was some journalists talk about Trump and the the. Uh, coronavirus pandemic Jesus and, and how every year there's a there's a brand new saddest chapter in American history yeah yeah okay um, he gets they get in and they're, they're selling lots of things and there's this guy selling a thing called omnigogs yes. which I was kind of like okay so this is a skit but I've got to put it out there it, it this is rubbish. This is yeah. not funny at all. There's nothing funny here, apart from Lenny. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So the the guy the guy's selling glasses that will stop you getting the elastic band on your newspaper hitting you in the face. I mean, that is such a boomer thing, and it's such a boomer gag. Yeah, and maybe maybe the maybe it's deeper, and it's just a thing for a problem that doesn't exist. Oh right, okay, like, yeah. Like, yeah. But maybe that's maybe that's too deep. Yeah. Lenny, of course, has got a bandage on his eye. It was a little too late for Lenny. Yeah. Which is okay. I like that bit. I like the miracle cheers. I mean, I'd I'd buy them. Yeah, absolutely. Cuts through the car car door. Yes, please. And the other stuff, there was like that drain thing. Oh, the beetle that eats all the drain stuff. Yeah, I'd have one of those. Something else. Uh, On the stage, uh, Bart says, who were those pleasant old men? Uh, and it's uh, it's BTO, who I was absolutely certain were a uh, South Korean pop band that are currently in the charts. But I think that, that B- might be British BTS. Sign Language. I don't know. <laughs> British Sea Power. British Sea yeah, Power. As, as we mentioned before. Off air. <laughs> now known as Sea Power. Yeah. Uh, BTO. What it does it says they were the. Uh, Lost my notes now. Canada's answer to ELP. Yeah, who I thought they're British. I oh, thought they were British Emerson, as well. Emerson, Emerson Lake Palmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No mention of ELO. No, ELO would be uh, yeah. yeah Birmingham's answer to ELP. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Back on Turner Overdrive mm-hmm. just reminds me of um, Smashy and Nicey. I knew you were going to go there, Tom. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Uh, oh, so predictable. Um, <laughs> Predictable old Tom. <laughs> nothing nothing beats Smashy and Nicey. <laughs> nothing beats nineties comedy <laughs> sketch shows. Um, Let's rock. Yeah. Um which is yeah. That was like a parody of uh radio DJs who would perhaps outstayed their welcome <laughs> who weren't relevant anymore and it was like we're in the early nineties, Radio One had quite a few of them and this new um Controller came in and uh, sacked them all. Yeah, it, it didn't it. sack them all though, did he, Tom? Didn't sack them all. 
because it wouldn't be an episode of Everything We Love in The Simpsons if I didn't piss and moan about Steve Wright. Uh, I, I thought you could say John Pe- John Peel. <laughs> well, John Peel, John Pedo Peel. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Marion is fourteen, well, fifteen. She was fifteen, wasn't she? She was only fifteen years old. Uh, yeah, Steve Wright. Uh, Steve Wright at the time was probably quite like a bright young thing compared. To, what? Yeah, Simon Mayo. Yeah, I think he might have got replaced by Simon Mayo, who was the bright thing. Maybe got rid of uh, Bruno Brooks. Yeah, Bruno Brooks, Dave Lee Travis, Simon yeah. Bates. Yeah. All went. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dave, Dave Lee Travis went, and again, another another, another paedophile. So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Backman Turner Overdrive are from Winnipeg, Canada. That's it. Back to Winnipeg. Uh, 1973 breakout album was called BTO2. Uh, because no. 70s bands always had shit names for bands, like ELO7, things like that. <laughs> the, the ELO7, they uh, they eventually got released, uh, but it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a lot later than it should have been. Um, Taking Care of Business, the, the song that Homer wants them to uh, skip to the main bit, number yeah. 14 in Australia, 12 in the time. USA, and third in Canada in 1974. So yeah, thinking about how old Homer is, how old is Homer? So Homer's always meant canonically meant to be between about thirty six and thirty eight. Thirty eight, so yeah, same age yeah. as me. So he'd have been like twelve when that song was out. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I can... kind it's kind of there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, they wanted someone else, and they could only get Backman Turner overdrive. Yeah, probably. And, it, and it, at this time, it was Backman. It was the few years where Randy Backman wasn't in the band. Oh, ra- another singer called Randy. Right, two Randys, Randy Murray. Okay. <laughs> it just sounds like a a, ta- a tabloid <laughs> headline about Andy Murray. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying on in a in a broom cupboard with a with a nurse or something. I don't know. Which I didn't think about till I, uh, till I said it out loud. I wrote it down. It didn't occur to me. But Andy Murray. <laughs> I don't think Andy Murray could ever be accused of being Randy Murray. He's yeah. He's the well, Michael Owen of tennis. Now he's retired. He might have a. He might just go mad. He, start shagging everything that moves. He might just do that. He might just do that. Um, they also do You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, which is the smashy and nicey uh, yeah, one. Yeah, the one I know. Yeah. Num- it was second in the UK and Yugoslavia. It no longer exists. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, number one in Canada, Denmark, Germany, New Zealand, the USA, and Set Etrica. Good work. Yeah. Um, they then say, be sure to stick around for the Battle of the Elementary School Bands. Uh, Homer's like, no. <laughs> Marge yeah. points out Lisa's in it. He says, "I stand by my groan." <laughs> and the the uh, elementary school band that are playing a living in America. Living in America. Did you know this one? Uh, I did. I just associate it with Rocky mm. and James Brown. Yeah. Uh, Homer says it's the third best version you'd ever heard. But I'm not sure about other versions, but I did find out there's one called Living with a Hernia by <laughs> who else? 
but uh, Weird, Weird Al, Al. Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, me, me, Weird Al is music only Americans think is funny. Weird, Weird yeah. Al is music for Americans, and, and American listeners are very sorry. It just, it, it's, we had Mark and Lard much better. I think it's more, uh, I, th- I think anything in uh, the UK maybe would be a bit more subtle in in terms of a parody. Yeah, eat it. Michael Jackson, eat it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Is it though? L- Living in America, 1985 song. Uh, by uh, James Don't Call Me Jimmy Brown from the Rocky Four soundtrack. Uh, won him an Ac- a Grammy Award for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance. And it was his only top five single. Where, Tom? The United Kingdom. Correct, yeah. Uh, ironically, I wanted you to say uh, America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, charting in the UK. Doesn't really work. No, um, I'm sure it, but yeah. Surprising that he didn't have any more top five hits, but yeah, uh, it wasn't written by him, but a guy called Dan Hartman, who wrote "Relight My Fire." Wow, uh, that's quite... a good, uh, good pedigree. Yeah, well, is Lulu <laughs> dead yet? <laughs> that'd that'd uh, make me happy. No, I think I think they'll be I think they'll be wheeling her out um, for Eurovision, uh, potentially coming to Glasgow. Oh yeah, of course. But, um, yeah. Ho- hopefully, it'll be Liverpool. Well, hopefully they don't wheel out Tory donor and tax dodging fat dancer Gary Barlow, uh, who was also on that. Probably. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a fan, listeners. Not a fan. We have um, the state comp trawler. <laughs> I I never knew a comp trawler. Not I, I thought it was controller. Yeah. Uh, Comptroller was a real thing, but apparently we have them in the UK in the royal household, oh. and in, they're in various positions in America, like like this one is. Yeah, they audit uh, government accounts in yeah. America and sometimes supervise expenditures. I found how exciting. And then we have the Ogdenville. It, it had to be Ogdenville, didn't it? Yeah. Could have been North Haverbrook. Or, I guess, uh, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brockway, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Who uh, play Stars of Shout Trevor? Yeah, uh, Lisa, but, of course, thinks it's uh, she's confident that they're going to win. But they get the glow sticks out. Visual aids are against the rules, she says. Uh, only yeah. for them to uh, to win. This kid's walking by and she's like, you're a cheater. <laughs> and then the comptroller said, I was going <laughs> to give you uh, good sportsmanship. This trophy's massive as yeah. well. Good sportsmanship. It's like the, uh, yeah, the Stanley Cup, which uh, might might mention later. Oh, um, yeah, I think we might. Yeah, yeah glow sticks <laughs> yeah. were invented in the 1970s mm-hmm. in America. And They've been associated with, or they've been um, criticised for their toxicity and the amount of single-use plastic. Um, the and, toxicity of our city, of our city, was not where anyone uh, was expecting me to go. Well, look, you know, well, the one thing I was thinking, my uh, glostic story, leading uh-huh. on from uh, someone being toxic, uh, is about Marilyn Manson. All right. And uh, I saw him at Leeds Festival once, and I just remember him putting a glow stick up his ass and then throwing it in the crowd. All right, okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, for the uh, f- 
for for the mate for the hundred things podcast, I was just reading about uh, the lead singer of L Seven uh, taking her tampon out and throwing it into the crowd at Reading in '92. Ah, I was going to say, was that on the wo- the word? But no, but she was just, on the word just, later. That did they just get naked on the word? Yeah, with no no uh, no 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 bottoms on. Let's say, yeah, <laughs> listeners, uh, yeah. Let's well, pretend so, yeah. pretend that we're dead. What a... What, what a tune that is! By Absolutely, the way. yeah. Uh, got made number twenty-one in the UK. That one. I was only researching that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glow sticks light up when uh, an oxalate ester reacts with a hydrogen peroxide to form a high energy immediate uh, intermediate. Sorry, the intermediate reacts with dye, which moves into an excited excited state. <laughs> oh, hello! Uh, and then releases light as it relaxes. Cool. I don't know what any I of that went, means. Yeah, it does sound toxic. I, I went to an event in, in Blackpool the other week for the Illuminations mm-hmm. where they closed all the roads and people could ride the bikes up and down the promenade. And a lot of people had glow sticks all around their bike wheels. All right. Really cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. That's, that's my story. No, no, that does sound cool. Does sound <laughs> need, to, need, to get, need to fix them up. So <laughs> Homer says, look, Marge, they, um, I told you they could deep fry my shirt. Marge says, I didn't say they couldn't. I said that you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and then they get shouted over because the story, the, we're actually starting the episode proper, um, to see uh, Duncan, the diving horse. Yeah, step right up. Yeah. Okay. Wish people would stop telling me to step right up. <laughs> but Marge. I've never thought that maybe that is a problem in America. <laughs> what do you got a lot of fairs? What are you step? What are you stepping right up to? Are you as in come over here, or do yeah. you? Would you go up some steps? Because there's clearly no steps. Yeah, just yeah, walk up yeah. and see a horse diving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Duncan doesn't have a choice. He's got this lever, hasn't he, that he pulls and this. Yeah. You know this this thing. It it's 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 animal cruelty. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Wiggum comes over and explains to to him. You know, you need a permit for your animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah. It's all right if it, as long as you've got a permit for it. But yeah, yeah he'd rather let a thousand guilty men go free than chase after them. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, okay. That's kind of funny. Uh, the horses go to the dog food factory. <laughs> the Homer. Good luck getting a horse to eat dog food. <laughs> yeah. Palmer. Yeah. Um, so it then really falls onto the Simpsons to get a horse. Yeah. And right, comic book guys here. Yeah, because Marge says, "Oh, should we really get a horse?" Comic book guy says, "You used to have a horse." Homer had to work at the Quickie Mart with hilarious consequences. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyone care what this guy thinks? No. And and that's it. And comic book guy, of course, is playing us the hardcore. Simpsons fans, and it's kind of just a... It's something that the Simpsons wouldn't have done three or four series ago. Yeah. Do you think Do you think it's because people started going on the internet and having opinions, and it was just a bit of a response to that? Yeah, I guess so, but, you know, it... it, it, it so it's what? It's start. It's, just, it's the beginning yeah. of the end, isn't it's it? It's such a Seth MacFarlane thing to do. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so of course that was uh, a mention of uh, Lisa's Pony. Yeah, which was a better episode than this. <laughs> Considerably um, better episode, yeah. 
They need to feed yeah. Duncan. It's expensive. The only thing that Marge bought that needs to be fed is the mop. The mop, yeah. Which I kind of didn't get there. She throws it some some biscuits or whatever, and it uh, this noise. I didn't like it. Yeah, so it was a bit, a bit uh, too silly. Homer's figured out how Duncan can earn his keep, and he's kicking uh, on the school football field, and he's absolutely brilliant. Now, did you spot what Homer was wearing, by the way? Yeah, uh, is it is Tom Landry hat? And Tom Landry's hat, yeah. Uh, Tom Landry's hat was a fedora, and Landry coached the Cowboys for twenty eight years. Yeah, winning two two championships. Yeah, two superb two, 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 owls. Two, two superb owls. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you know when Tom Landry died? Uh, I do not know. He died six days after this episode was aired. Oh no, Shall Tom Landry might Martin. have seen this. Yeah, this episode probably killed him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it 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 killed my desire to do this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Well, that's why it's taken us about a year to get around to it. I was I was making out to the listeners that we've both been very busy. I mean, we kind of have, but you know, (laughs) okay. Uh, (laughs) The Simpsons has ruined the Simpsons for us. Yeah, it's cannibalized itself. (laughs) Um, So yeah. Consult the NFL rule book. Um, horses can't play in the NFL. No. Uh, I found a link for, uh, by somebody saying why horses shouldn't play in the NFL. <laughs> uh, one of the main rules was, I mean, the size of them, but also the fact that they couldn't go to college because they're too thick, so they wouldn't be able to go through the collegiate football system. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. I bet some of the uh, players that get football scholarships aren't that clever either. No, I, I don't. I, yeah. I don't doubt it for a second. Okay, so and, yeah. he Bart explains he's a diving horse. Maybe he could dive for pearls, and this is where Homer daydreams of eating pearls. This pearl-shaped butler yeah, comes along. Breakfast is served, sir, and he's got his teeth are all broken. Yeah, I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, I come yeah, it, it was yeah. It might have fit in, in a better episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chief Broken for meeting the Perlos. Yeah. Not not uh, not Andrea Perlo. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh Bart recommends that they race him and home a racehorse, eh? Uh, which which is a a, mar, a more day throwback, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah. And then we have, in the meantime, Lisa writing a letter to President Clinton. Clinton. I would much rather she was ringing to get some new feet for her egg craft set. Uh, and getting uh, Vincent Price's voicemail. Price, you should have yeah. known the grave would never tame me. Because <laughs> that's be- that's a much better, probably the same series, I assume, episode. Yeah, probably around that time. Um, when, when was the last time you wrote to an elected official? <laughs> I wrote to my MP, John Stevenson, uh, earlier this year. In fact, I've written to him twice this year, and I've got the same stock standard bullshit email everybody gets. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's I wrote to him about conversion therapy and how he should not be back in that, and he wrote back with a non-answer, saying that uh, the government are going to be discussing it shortly. I know that's why I've written to you. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he actually sent me a physical letter. 
on, oh. on letterhead instead of just replying to my email, which would have been free to do. Yeah. He spent my my tax money, money on sending me a letter to say nothing. That you just go and put in the bin. Uh, yeah, I took a photo of it, and uh, in fact, I might have sent it to you. That one, I'm pretty, pretty sure I sent that one, yeah. one to you. Yeah, I might have put it on my my, my private uh, Instagram actually. But yeah, you. Um, I honestly can't remember. I I remember the first time I wrote to one when I was about ten. I wrote mm-hmm. to a counsellor. He's <laughs> very on brand uh, about litter in the park. Okay. And he, he ended up coming to. Uh, my school and got his picture in the paper. Didn't get my picture in the paper. Mm. Can... That sounds like local camp. That sounds like local yeah. councillors to me. Yeah. yeah. Election season, Lib, uh, Lib Dem. Yeah. It was like a Lib Dem stronghold. Right. Um, yeah, Marge testing the fire extinguisher that she also got from the fair, which. The only fire extinguisher that is endorsed by both Linda Carter and George Foreman. Yeah. Do you know anything about these two people? Well, uh, George Foreman, um, his grill, um, which might be useful yeah. to have a fire extinguisher for. <laughs> um, you know, uh, something I was going to look up, but I forgot. Okay. Like, do you remember George Foreman making his comeback in the 90s? I do, yeah. And that. I felt like he was really old. I'm sure he was only yeah. about 40. 42, yeah. I think it was 41, yeah, thought, 42, yeah. At the time, I thought he was like 60. So did, <laughs> so did I. So did no. I. Yeah. Yeah, now he's my age. age. Yeah. Your age, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Um, George Foreman's sons are all called George, famously. Yeah. George Jr., George the Third, George the Fourth, George the Fifth, and George the Sixth. They go by their nicknames, though. Uh, Monk, Big Wheel, Red and little Joey. <laughs> little Joey Deacon. <laughs> I mean, just call them like those names. Well, <laughs> yeah. George. Call them all the names. Linda Carter, of course. Uh, Wonder Woman. The original Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. And a, a current character in EastEnders, which is what I got when I. Oh, right. Got... Okay. Yeah. Well, she was uh, she was in the Vic with Danny Dyer, but uh, they, they broke up. So, oh, so is he going to get Carter back? Get Carter, <laughs> yeah, mate. I think he's leaving as well, so it's going to shit. All right, okay. You uh, slag. Yeah, been watching EastEnders a bit recently. That's that's what I've been doing for the last. <laughs> Rather you than me. Yeah, uh... do a podcast on that. <laughs> so, Homer says he learned everything he needs to know from the Horse Whisperer. Step one, seduce a lonely housewife, uh, to which he looks at Maud again. Like this, oh, this okay. Maud obsession is is it like? Um, he got ma'am, uh, and now for the actual horse whispering, and he whispers into Duncan's ear. When the race starts, run really fast. It's good, good tactics. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, there's that bit. Another just is it? What are you saying? And. A non sequitur, is that the right word? Of Mo? Yeah, yeah. Mo. Pick, yeah, again. Oh, this is infuriating because nothing happens here. This is another yeah. nothing happening bit. Yeah, it just happens, and then that's it. Yeah, we don't he's, see Mo again, do we? He's 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 picking up tickets. One of these has got to be a winner, 
Um, and then this attractive woman comes along, you know, you, you're beautiful. And his heart pops out of his chest, like a cartoon. I know it's a serious medical condition and that's it. And you, maybe that's why we don't yeah. see Mo again. Maybe he's cartoon dead. Who yeah. knows? But if, unless he's really subtle and we missed it, but yeah, yeah rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Horse racing. I was trying because we we covered greyhound racing on the um, Simpsons Just <laughs> trying to open fire. Yeah, so I was, I was trying to find that horse race in America. Couldn't find out that much about it. Other than there's the triple crown of events, mm-hmm. in, including the Kentucky Derby, oh, Derby boo. Too, <laughs> um, which is named after the Epsom Derby, which is named after the Earl of Derby, and nothing to do with the place Derby. You'd no. be pleased to know. I am. And then also the Triple Crown is the Preakness Stakes and the Belmont Stakes, oh. apparently. So there you go. There we go. Did, find out which one. Are you ever been to the horse racing, Tom? I I have. Like I, I think I said before. Like it's something that I find hard to square with other, my other beliefs, and like the. Uh, the animal cruelty aspect of it. Mm. But uh, it was something that my dad used to watch a lot and my granddad when I was really young as well. So it's something that is kind of familiar. Mm. I've been been to Thirsk for the races. I've been to Pontefract. Oh, have you? Yeah, Yeah, that was, I think that when you're talking about the, the sport of kings, uh, which is mentioned in this, and like the the love of um, it's really weird. It's like the love of uh, horse racing by the aristocracy, like the queen and the, the queen mother. But you go somewhere like Pontefract, and it's not like that. Oh. Are you bad mouthing Ponte Carlo? I'm just saying, didn't see the queen there. <laughs> you won't get the, uh, well, she, uh, She's notable in her absence. <laughs> Looking out over the slag heaps. <laughs> um, they're probably just like Amazon warehouses now or something. Yeah. yeah um, so. so the horse, Duncan, is five million to one. Yeah. Which I don't think, I think after Leicester City winning the Premier League, 5,000 to <laughs> one, I think the book has got the, the fingers burned and they've, they've never been so generous since. But Absolutely. I, I did see a horse, I think it was in Ireland this year, won at 300 to 1. Right, okay. Wow. You think that's got to be something dodgy there? Somebody's got to be like cheating the system somehow. It, the, the sport is crooked. I've got little yeah. doubt about that. I got very little. Anything where bookies are involved is always kind of crooked yeah. to an extent. A Homer explains that the, the horse better win or he's taking a trip to the glue factory. And he won't get to come, which is kind of a good <laughs> gag. Especially because Lenny says, it's a great tour, but you can't yeah. see it all in a day. Have you Have you ever been in a factory tour? Uh, I have. I've been to the box factory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Not wow. I've been to the Guinness Storehouse in, uh, in, in Dublin. Oh, yeah. I've been to a couple yeah. of breweries. Oh, I've been to uh, loads of breweries, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been to... Um... Not a factory. I've been to a sewage works tour before. <laughs> wow. Um. I can't. I just remember the smell, and I went inside a. Um, I can't remember the fucking word. That's how much I learned. What like a, a hydro, like a power station. All oh, right, okay, yeah. In the in North Wales, right? Yeah. 
uh, like a hydroelectric yeah. dam type thing went inside there. That was Sounds cool. Exciting. Uh, yeah. I I missed out by one day on the chance to go to uh, Seabrook's Crisp Factory when I was at school. Oh, gutted. I know. Yeah. Anyway, I went again. Not a very vegan thing, but I went. I've been to the Wensleydale Creamery as well. Oh, have you? Oh, I've been yeah. jealous of that one. Although it just made me very sick. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you not? Um, the, uh, the 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 guy reading the the kind of the announcer doing the thing, he's basically saying all the names of them: chock full of drugs, followed closely by stalker, old Levi's fading fast. And you kind of, uh, okay, Simpsons is did, better than this. Did you think of the day to day with Alan Partridge? <laughs> Alf Ramsey's sex dungeon, <laughs> always massive bereavement, <laughs> uh, onion terror. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a stomach. Um, I'm sure there's more, but yeah. Um, Zena Badawi. Zena Badawi. There was a Zena Badawi one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the the commentator is a, is an actual uh, commentator. Oh, okay. In America, Trevor Denman. So, so born in South Africa, which might explain his accent a little bit. Because I thought at first I thought it was. I thought he was Aussie. Some, yeah, I thought it was somebody like putting on an accent. Yeah. Um and um you can't fake commentating no. on anything. It's just no. jarring. Um, yeah. I think I, I was trying to think of a famous commentator on racing um in the UK. I think the name I had would have well, Peter O'Sullivan was the one I looked. Because oh. I always think of that. Kind of, I can't, I can't do an impression. Pete, yeah, yeah. And they come now on the inside. Pete, yeah, 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 I remember that guy. Yeah, and you but know he's, you know he's same. rocking for <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other other television personalities involved in horse racing uh, in the UK, but uh, the late John McCrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I always imagine that he'd smell really bad. Oh, I bet but, he stank. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Derek Tomo Thompson, which I recommend you watch him doing the adverts for the, the Crown Hotel at Bawtree. Oh, I've seen that. Uh, That's brilliant. It's it the most, it's just so Alan Partridge, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Every time I'm in a bit of a bad mood, not every time because that would be excessive, but sometimes if you want a bit of a pick me up, just watch that video. It's nearly as good when you're in a, a bad mood as that. Uh, that Tory MP from Hull and his uh, his videos. I don't know if you've seen. Oh that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's been done on like an Amiga five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> the credits. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That I can't remember that. I'll, I'll see if I can find that <laughs> link. That's somewhere in the tweets. Um, anyway, uh, Duncan gets beat, uh, and because he gets beat, it's basically he's shy. Uh, he, they're, they're basically pushing him around. Uh, the other horses, so he doesn't, you know, he basically get, gives him a makeover, doesn't he? So yeah, he's no re, longer called. Him. <laughs> he's been rebadged, you fool. Uh, he's he's no longer Duncan. He's now Furious D. But I think being Duncan isn't necessarily something that's going to stop you from being a success. Example: famous British Duncans, Duncan Goodyear won gold yeah. in the hundred meter breaststroke in nineteen eighty Olympics. Uh, Duncan Jones, or Zowie Bowie, as he was uh, as he was born, uh, director. Uh, Peter Duncan used to be on Blue Peter. 
Uh, and that's all the talented Duncans. Of course, Duncan James from Blue doesn't count because he's not talented. Yeah, or uh, PJ and Duncan. <laughs> I cannot see, man. Uh, I searched um, a database of racehorses and Furious D was a horse, an Irish filly. Born 2005, died 2012. Um, and yeah, it was very much um, achievements, none. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, shit name as well, uh, taken from The Simpsons, of course. Yeah. Uh, Furious D basically gets gets mocked. Bart's racing him. This is where it all starts to fall off a little bit in my notes, if I'm honest, Tom. Um, yeah. Uh, Marge, 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 this is actually what I will say is this is one of those memes that I really like uh, that always seems to come up when the Grand National's on. Can't I just bet that all the horses have a fun time? Yeah, a, w- a wuss bet. A wuss bet, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I put on wuss bets. Yeah, I think I, I yeah, usually a pound or two mm. each way as well. Just to... Yeah, yeah, just to co- cover your losses. Yeah, <laughs> um, oh, it's just, yeah. She explains that she's she's covered the bets. She's got like all these bets, and Lisa says, "Mom, I think you might have a gambling problem." So they've basically forgotten their own canon. Yeah, here, uh, and that's what uh, and that's what bothers oh, me. Or have they? Yeah, or have they indeed? Because yeah. uh, we are yeah. comic book guy yeah. appears. Um, a highlight of the um, episode, uh, we get to hear the, uh, the distance by Cake. Uh, yes, we do. Um, reminds me a lot of going out to the Blue Note in Derby when I was at uh, at college, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, uh, made number twenty two in the UK. It was two times platinum in the US by selling two million copies. Wow. So take that, Ed Sheeran, and your YouTube streams, you fucking ginger goblin prick. It's a great riff. Uh, yes, and, it is. Yeah. And it reminded me to listen to a Short Skirt Long Jacket, another song by Cake, mm, which I'd totally forgotten about. Uh, that whole album's a really good album, actually. I will have to go back and revisit it. Yeah, get, get the old CD out. Yeah. But yeah, Furious Day's good. Homer's winning. He's got more trophies than Wayne Gretzky and the Pope combined. Right. Well, I I don't know about the Pope. I don't know how many trophies the Pope had, um, but I, I, I was kind of surprised that Wayne Gretzky only <laughs> uh, won uh, four Stanley Cups, mm-hmm. uh, all with uh, Edmonton Oilers, um, and. His number was 99, which has retired across every NHL team. All right, wow. Um, and in Edmonton, you can get the 99 bus, apparently, which runs it down Wayne, to his Gre- house. <laughs> Wayne Gre- It runs down Wayne Gretzky Drive. All right, okay. Uh, that's cool. And it's credited with making ice hockey a popular sport in California because he went from Edmonton to the LA Kings and then... The Mighty Ducks came up, and San Jose Sharks, and uh, yeah, it's, I, I've always had a bit of an interest in it because it's a it's such a quick sport. It's you have to be so agile, uh, and Nottingham were always not too bad. They were always in kind of like the top top three 
Yeah, yeah. In the, in the UK, uh, almost seems to be Nottingham and uh, Sheffield mm-hmm. Steelers, the big rivals. Uh, I got in. I got into the NHL in about in about nineteen ninety nine two thousand. Mm-hmm. Watching uh, my team, I picked was uh, Buffalo. All oh, right. Yeah, because they lost. They lost the Stanley Cup final, and it was it was a dubious goal. <laughs> I felt a bit sorry for him, and I and I kind of think Buffalo is a place. It's it's probably quite well, not similar, but it's it's a bit like Northern England, mm-hmm. like the Rust Belt. Yeah, it's a bit of an uncool place. Um, Forgotten by they, its government. Yeah, and they've never won. They've never ever won the Stanley Cup in fifty years. So, yeah, let's go Buffalo. <laughs> Indeed, I got a massive list of all the things that uh, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky won, but it doesn't make for a good podcast. What I will say is he won Canadian Male Athlete of the Year, 1980, 81, 82, 83, 85, 89, and 99. Who's winning it in the other years? Uh, was Ben, ben Johnson? <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> Canadian, wasn't it? must it? have been, yeah. Um, I, looked, I looked to see how many trophies Pope John Paul II had won. Uh, but what I did find was this from keepersaredifferent.com. In his youth, say, Pope John Paul II regularly played in golf for both his school and university sides and was described by one of his biographers, Lord Longford, wanker, as having something of a powerful build. Hitler's invasion of Poland in 1937 put an end to the pontiff's footballing career as he instead dedicated his life to the Catholic Church. Nice, yeah, nice famous, one. famously a goalie, wasn't he? You know, you, yeah, the thing that always old, used uh, to come up when anyone ever mentioned the Pope was coming to Britain. Carol, old Carol's coming. Carol Vachika. Yeah, I want to say they called him Little Carol or something like that. I'm sure that's what the thing was. He can't have been that little, otherwise he wouldn't have made a goalkeeper, would he? Yeah, just current. I guess in the current Pope likes football because he's. From Argent- I mean, Argentina. most popes are, are from most the Catholic countries are good footballing nations, aren't they? So pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's fallen off a cliff. This episode now. Yeah, the, um, the jockeys and elves thing. Yeah, the, Homer falls down this fucking chute into this secret land of the jockeys, and they've got a song. Um, Nothing, literally nothing to say about it that. It did nothing for me at all. Um, they send him back to the uh, to the surface world after he takes a pledge that he's not going to tell anybody. He convinced he's trying to convince Bart to lose. Yeah. yeah it... So we're saying the bad little people and the commentator is wondering what happens to the good little people like uh, James Madison and Linda Hunt. You got anything on those? Yeah, uh, James Madison, the shortest uh, president in American history, five foot four. Oh, okay. And uh, Lin- Linda Hunt was four foot nine. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. And, um, which I, I, I was looking at what she'd been in uh, kindergarten cop. And I thought, oh, yeah. Loads of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing you <laughs> recognized. Oh, the standout. And then Clinton 
Uh, I don't know if it's anything else on the. No, oh, there's something yeah. about this. This is this the beginning of the Planet of the Horses? Oh yeah. Uh, and I was kind of like, oh, I'm not going to do Planet of the Apes here. We'll we'll do that when we come to uh, uh, Troy McClure. I think I can sing. <laughs> uh, yeah, President Clinton rocks up. Yeah, and basically says, yeah, glow sticks are wrong. Uh, I personally overturned the results, and here's your plaque. Um, you know. Things don't go your way. Keep complaining until your dreams come true. And uh, that's a pretty lousy lesson. From a pretty lousy president. Lousy president. Yeah. Um, so, Bill Clinton um, is one of, is in the top five tallest presidents. Oh. We've had the shortest. Any any guesses at the other four? Um, Barack Obama, I'm going to go with. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, he looks tall. No, no, he, he doesn't. Uh, so the tallest was Abraham Lincoln. But... Oh, that, surely that hat doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, he was cheating. Uh, Donald Trump, Fuck six off. foot three. Is he? Yeah. But he's um, always slouched, isn't he? Li- uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Okay, Sloop John B. Uh, and uh, Thomas Jefferson, they're the other... All right. Yeah, the top five. That's the five tallest presidents. And that's the end of the episode. And then at the very end with the Gracie film saying, yeah, comic book guy, say worst episode ever. Yeah, probably our worst episode ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, out that's of cool. 11 episodes, this is probably my my least favourite. Yeah. yeah um, so we've so far... We've done 11 episodes, we so we've done 11 out of 12. So we've got Series 2 left, have we? Three. Series 3. Series 12. The Series 12 episode was Tale of Two Springfields. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's later than this one and, and better. And there's some, there's some decent ones in Series 11 as well, which we didn't do, Season 11. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, one from Season 3 left, and I think that'll be good, whichever one we choose, because it's... Shall we Shall we randomise it? Have you got a list of them there? How many episodes are there? So there are 24 episodes. 24 episodes. Okay, so I have got a... A 24-sided die. I have got a 20-sided die here, and a 4-sided die. Let's see how right. this is going to work. <laughs> let's, let's, I don't think roll. it is. So let's roll the 20, and if it's if it's below 20, I don't I need to roll the 4. Uh, 15, Tom. What is episode 15? It's like the FA, FA Cup draw. <laughs> uh, number 15, West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> uh, Homer Alone. Oh, brilliant. Is that the one where Marge goes to Rancho Relaxo? Yes. Get in. Fantastic. <laughs> I make up with three kinds of cheese. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, exciting. So, yeah. Exciting sounds, stuff. Sounds like a good one to do. Okay. So we'll be back with that at some one. point when I come back on holiday. <laughs> yeah, see you in about three months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows yeah. what the, uh, the UK will be like then. A smouldering garbage oh, fucking pile. Yeah, I'd call it frozen wasteland. Yeah, run by the who. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, so Tom, where can the people get us online? They can get us on Twitter at every Simpson pod. 
And do we do anything on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's there. And every now and again, somebody likes it, and we've never posted a yeah. single thing. So we need to figure that out. Page that exists. Yeah, but we've never put anything on it. We might start sharing memes. See how that goes. Um, yeah. So thank you, everyone who's listened. Thank you again to um, Banana Kaboom mm. for the opening and I guess closing music. Yeah to the podcast and uh, thank you yeah for sticking for not turning off this episode <laughs> yeah thanks, I mean, thanks I mean, for making it to the end we're usually bad enough but i think yeah we don't i think in this case we're only as good as what's in front of us so yeah that yeah there's that excuse there is that that's, that's yeah. an age-old excuse isn't it uh, yeah, but, back on it for the next episode absolutely a real favorite of mine that one excellent uh cheers mate really enjoyed it and listeners join us again next time when we uh we come back for uh, home or alone yeah thank you and good night au revoir